0: In this episode of Trekking Through Compliance, we take up the episode, The Naked Time. Compliance, the final frontier. Tom Fox is the voyager of Trekking Through Compliance. His mission, to explore the original series and seek out and share what it can teach you about compliance. Here's your host, Tom Fox. Episode 4, The Naked Time. Air date, September 29, 1966. Directed by Mark Daniels and written by John D.F. Blank. A landing party from the Enterprise beams aboard an ancient planet PSI 2000, which is about to break up. They find all six of the remaining crew manning the station dead. However, the circumstances are quite bizarre. Since the life support systems have been switched off and everything in the fra- station is frozen solid, crewman Joey unwisely removes his glove and is contaminated by a red liquid. When Joey and Spock, the other person on the away team, return to the Enterprise, both are given a clean bill of health by Dr. McCoy. However, Joey notices a strange itch and begins to act irritably and irrationally. He threatens Sulu with a knife and then turns it on himself. To Dr. McCoy's surprise, Joey soon dies from the inconsequential wound which resulted. The infection afflicting Joey spreads like wildfire through the crew. As the Enterprise begins a close orbit requiring constant vigilance, Sulu abandons his post for a jaunt at the gym, believing himself to be a rapier brandishing France Cavalier. Kevin Riley takes over the engine room and declares himself captain. He demands ice cream for the entire crew and then begins a ship wide broadcast of his personal rendition of classic Irish ballads, his favorite being Kathleen. As the Enterprise continues to spiral downward, Scotty attempts to cut through the bulkhead to regain control from Riley. Scotty has a stroke of genius, which is to change the laws of physics in an hour. However, this proves problematic. Of course, while all of this is going on, Nurse Chapel infects Mr. Spock and professes love to him. This is extremely difficult for Spock since the infection is causing him to become excessively emotional. Spock then pauses, passes on, rather, the infection to Kirk, who begins exhibiting paranoia and loss of ability to command. Kirk is reduced to an ineffectual hand who can do nothing except antagonize over the fear that he's losing command of the Enterprise. Luckily, Bones finds the antidote just in time and Riley is dislodged before the audience's ears are permanently damaged by his wrenching ballads. After mixing matter and antimatter at a colder temperature than recommended, according to an untested intermix formula... The Enterprise is thrown into a time warp, which causes the chronometer to run backwards. This allows the Enterprise to escape the breakup of the planet and return to its 71 hours into the past and therefore before any of the episode took place. I found this to be one of the most interesting episodes. And certainly uh, fun from the perspective of requiring the actors to stretch out from their traditional roles in Star Trek, even if this was only the fourth-era episode. It was the seventh which was recorded uh, in the series' uh, production schedule. In this episode, we have to talk about Mr. Sulu and his swashbuckling impulse as he becomes D'Artagnan. Uh, is this his true character? Is this an impulse? Uh, we really don't know. But it did have one of the greatest lines in all of Star Trek, and it's subtly said that you might even miss it. At one point, Sulu, when he believes he is D'Artagnan, uh, takes possession of Lieutenant Uhuru, Uhura and calls her, quote, a fair maiden, end quote, to which she responds, sorry, neither. Um Great, great acting uh, in this. And the um, featuring of Mr. Sulu uh, really led George Takai to uh, repeatedly mention in interviews that this is his favorite episode. He spends an entire chapter on it in his autobiography. He actually did not know how to fence before uh, this episode uh, aired, so he had to spend a lot of time practicing I mentioned Lieutenant Uhura, of course, played by Nichelle Nichols. We also had Yeoman Janice Rand, played by Grace Lee Whitney, and Nurse Chapel, played by Gene Roddenberry's wife, Majel Barrett, appear in the same episode. This is the only time that these three women appeared in the same episode. Uh, The episode can be seen as uh, rollicking fun, but it does bring up some uh, interesting and perhaps uh, troubling questions on mental health of your uh, crew and indeed your staff as we return to the office in a hybrid work environment i would ask you to continue to work with your employees not on mental health but just on health so what are today's three key compliance takeaways So what are some of the lessons for the compliance practitioner? Well, I think the lessons come from how the personalities developed after they were infected with the unknown pathogen. For Crewman Joey, he had doubts about being in space uh, at all, and he wondered uh, these came to the surface, and they caused him to end up committing suicide simply because he felt like he and the Enterprise did not belong. I think for the compliance practitioner, for me at least, the clear message is you have to have them understand your mission, and you have to be moving forward in that mission. Next up, the impact on Mr. Spock. As we all know, Spock is half human, half falcon. He continually struggles to make sure the human side stays under control and does not have an excess of emotions, or indeed any emotions. When Nurse Chapel tells. Her tells Spock that she loves him and touches his face, she infects him. And this causes Spock to have a deeply emotional response, that he could not tell his father that he loved him. He could not talk to his father, could not really do any of that on the planet Vulcan. You have to be able to have a release. Uh, As a compliance officer, you need to stay cool, calm, and collected. Nevertheless, uh, having emotions is is an appropriate part of being a human being. And finally, to Captain Kirk, Uh, Clearly the captain of the enterprise, a well-known leader. Many people have written books on his leadership. And I think uh, the lesson from him is that he uh, becomes an ineffectual hand wringer who cannot do anything except antagonize over the fear that he's losing command, but also what he should do in command. As a leader, uh, you're going to be called upon to make a decision. And uh, Harry Truman said it best, when the buck stops here, as a chief compliance officer, you're going to be called upon to make a decision. So um, that's part of being a leader. If if you can't make decisions, you really shouldn't sit in the CCO chair. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this wrap-up of The Naked Time, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for our next episode where we take a look at The Enemy Within.